Today, the liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's kind of like giving your fame away. What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. A boss is a road that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I can't just be with you and only you. Yeah, I got one virtual, got one in that dance. The only two, man. How many times have I shown and proved, man? How many nights I've been woke, swerving the potholes. Not trying to fuck up the wheels on the road, okay? Funny how life goes. He thought he was sick, now we wiping his nose, okay? Soon as you give him your soul, you blow up and they say you're selling your soul, okay? They want my life exposed, they wanna know about the highs and lows. Well, summer all I did was rest, okay? And New Year's all I did was stretch, okay? And Valentine's Day I had sex, okay? We'll see what's about to happen next, okay? Okay, okay, we'll see what's about to happen next, okay? Okay, okay, we'll see what's about to happen. Hey, hey, we'll see what's about to happen. Hey, we'll see what's about to happen. Welcome back to the Hard Pill Podcast. This is your host, Hatiana, and I'm back again with a bonus episode. I know y'all probably wasn't expecting this, but I felt compelled to come to y'all today because when I feel inspired, I just need to let shit out and, you know, different shit like that. So I was literally just sitting here watching the, um, um, what is it? I am athlete, a podcast and listening to these different women and their stories and, you know, basically them talking about, um, I forgot the guy. Oh, Brandon. Brandon was talking about like how he felt like the people who were sitting around him in a room felt like they knew what they wanted to do in life and like how it just like came to them and different things like that. And some of them said, well, nah, I didn't know what I wanted to do and different things like that. Or yes, I did feel like I did want to do this or whatever. So I felt like just compelled to just come on here. And this really should have honestly been my intro episode of how like I got started with like this whole podcast thing and everything. But you know, we, we going to do a little bit something different. Like I said, I'm giving y'all a bonus episode. Cause like I said, I feel compelled and it's on my heart and different shit like that. So, um, like I said, how I got started with this whole podcast thing was, you know, it kind of was just like out of nowhere. And I literally just posted a post today that just said like, you know, do the things that you absolutely love with people who you genuinely love, you know, cause you only have one life to motherfucking live. And I really don't think that people understand the capacity of that. Like, I feel like we all take things for granted. And I am a person who just never, I always felt like I never wanted to feel like, you know, I never went out and did the things that I wanted to do. Like even with, you know, even like different things with like traveling, like I'm still a little, I'm not going to say I'm scared, but I'm still like a little bit, um, anxious about traveling by myself. And I've traveled by myself before, but I mean like travel by myself to a place where I don't know anybody and do things without anybody with me. Like that's the thing that makes me like apprehensive or whatever the case may be. And I know at some point I'm going to, I'm definitely going to get over it and, me, like I always felt like, you know, once I do something and I get over it, like that's when I feel like a motherfucking champion. That's when I feel like I could take over the world. Cause it literally is just me going out and doing it. And that's why I felt like I needed to come on here and talk to y'all about, you know, just taking a leap of faith and doing things that you feel like you, you, you probably can't do or things that you always wanted to do. Trust me, do them. And I know that sounds like cliche to some fucking people, but I'm trying to tell y'all, do exactly what the fuck you want to do 
I um started like I said I think I mentioned it like in the first episode but I actually started this podcast because like I said in the in the past like I had talked to somebody back in like you know my best friend at the time we used to kick shit all the time like we used to he live in Brooklyn you know I live in Albany New York for people who don't know and um we used to kick shit all the time like this nigga was like my walking diary and shit like that and we used to be on the phone for like three four hours just like talking about everything like his shit my shit everything like this man probably know me better than you know a lot of people who have known me my whole entire life but we used to just kick shit or whatever and he used to be into the podcast but he put me on to it and I never really like knew like what it was for real but he was saying like yo we should start our own podcast and he was like he was like giving me like I think I had posted on our Facebook he was like giving me like the dividends of how much it would take and you know as far as like production equipment and all this like he was dead serious so we had entertained this idea a long time ago, but I just never followed through with it for whatever reason. And then all of this time later, like I was talking to my other homeboy and for the people who know me, like (laughs) I always had like, um, I always like post like thought provoking shit, you know, most of the time or whatever the case may be. So, um, I would post like these different things because, you know, an idea either like randomly came to my head or I would watch something that I felt was like inspirational to me or like really thought provoking. And I would want to have conversations about it because I'm a person who likes to converse. Like I want to know like what you feel about this and what you feel about that. Cause I've always just been interested in people and how they think of different things like that. So um, I feel like anybody could come to the table and bring like a different kind of, you know, a perspective on what they feel about whatever. So I felt like, you know, Facebook is a perfect platform to do that. But I remember like one day, like a couple of, um, a couple of months ago, probably like one or two months ago, like one of my Facebook friends, uh, hit me up and he, he'd be like, really like, um, he, he pop in and out of Facebook. It's funny because you like, won't see him for like a month and then he'll pop in and then he'll be like, looking at all of my shit. I'll be like, where the fuck did you go? But anyway, so he would, um, I remember he commented on one of my statuses one day and he was like, yo, your engagement is fucking trash. Like the shit that you post, you should be getting way more engagement than this. And you have to keep in mind, like I have like a list of like 300 and some odd friends because, and it's literally people that I know. <laughs> like, I mean, it's probably like a smooth amount of, uh, I would say like, you know, it's probably about 50 people on my page who I don't know, but most of the people I know are either from like childhood or people that I worked with or, you know, different shit, like, or people in passing different shit like that. So I'm telling you like 300 and some of my friends, like these are people I legit motherfucking know because I just feel like, why the fuck do I need to have all of these asinine people on my motherfucking Facebook and they not giving me no engagement anyway. So I just never seen the point. I don't give a fuck about, you know, the amount of friends that I have. And I know a lot of people used to be like beast and like, you know, really shooting for that 5,000 friends. But that, that has just never been me. But anyway, so he was just saying like, yo, like your engagement is trash. And I always knew it or whatever the case may be, but I never post shit for the likes of people. I mean, yes, I post shit for engagement, but I don't give a fuck about likes. Like I could very much post a picture and get like no engagement and I'm not deleting my shit, but some people feel like they have like this warped, uh, th- this warped kind of like thing in their head where they feel like, damn, I, I, I ain't get... I ain't getting no likes on this post. Like, let me, let me delete it and post it. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I post the shit that I want to post because I feel good about either what I said or how I looked or whatever the case may be. And if you appreciate that, you appreciate it. And if you don't, you don't. So anyway, 
Um, he was saying that I wasn't getting any engagement and all this, then a third and da, 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 da. And, you know, I was thinking like, yeah, I mean, he's right. Like, and I even entertained the fact of even wanting to start a whole new fucking Facebook. Cause it was just like, why the fuck, you know what I'm saying? And, and one day I will do that very soon. Like I'm definitely making another Facebook that's going to be private. Cause my shit is public now, but it's going to be private. And it's, I'm only adding the people who I know will engage on my shit because, I even feel like 300 of some of my people is a waste of fucking space. To be honest, like I feel like a lot of niggas is just fillers and they just taking up space. So soon come anyway. <clears throat> so like I said, um, he was talking about engagement and then my other homeboy had hit me up in the inbox. It's just so funny how like sometimes we need people to push us in a direction of where we need to go. And, you know, I was into, in my head, I had never talked about it to anybody. So it was crazy how the timing was for him to hit me up. I had thought about it in my head, like, yo, I should start a podcast. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you know how you just be going through the motions of like doubting yourself. You, you really don't know, like, yo, is this really going to work out? Is people going to fuck with me and da, 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 da. And it's crazy that I was thinking like that because I don't think about that in any other aspect of my life. But at the same time, I don't, like going after things when I feel like I know I'm going to fail because I always feel like I'm going to win. Like anything, any person who I've ever wanted, any, any job that I've, I've always got it. (laughs) I don't, I don't know what no means. And we're going to get into those things later, but I don't know what no means because I literally feel like I can have and get whatever the fuck I want because I am a firm believer in law of attraction. And I feel like, you know, any good energy you put out there, you're going to get back. So anyway, um, with that being said, um, my homeboy, I was thinking about it in my head, like, yo, I should start a podcast on Sunday third, but I didn't want to say it to anybody because I feel like when you say things outside, uh, out, out loud that you have to make things real. So crazy enough, my homeboy was hitting me up because, okay, so first starting with the name, I used to post all the time and I used to say like, um, whatever, whatever status it was. And I used to say hard pill with like, you know, the little emojis and shit like that. So, um, that was something I was doing consistently for like a minute. So then my homeboy had hit me up and he was just, um, he, he would be paying attention to my stats and shit like that. He had hit me up like, yo, like when the fuck is you putting out the podcast? Like, nah, like you definitely got to run it up. Like, nah, you definitely have to stop playing. He started dropping me names. He started, he started sending me ideas for like, um, you know, my cover art, different shit like that. And it really suit me to fuck up. Like he really put the battery on my back with his raggedy ass. (laughs) But anyway, he really put the battery in my back and it was just like, damn, like, you know, like I said, sometimes you just need that boost from people who you fuck with to like, you know, um, either believe in your shit as much as you believe in it or believe in it more than you do. Because like I said, like I had the idea in my head, but I still was feeling apprehensive about it. And I didn't really know if I was going to do it for real, but him like affirming, reaffirming, like, yo, you could really do this shit and giving me all these ideas. Like it suited me up and, and it gave me the, it gave me the push that I needed. So anyway, we was talking about all of this different shit or whatever the case may be. And that's how I came up with the name and the idea or whatever, because you know, he, he, he said, yo, you use this phrase all the time. Like you should plug that in. And he said some other ones too, that I wasn't feeling like that. But that one was like, yo, this, like, this is it. So it literally was me. Um, like I said, getting, getting, getting that souped up because let me, let me explain something to y'all. Like I never felt in life like, 
anybody believed in me as much as I believed in myself. And, and I know that's, and, and for people who don't have support or don't have many people that's telling them that they could do this, that, and the third, if you are hearing this now, do it any fucking way, because where you don't think, you know, some of some of them, it's crazy because whether you start a business, whether you go into music, whether you go into fucking podcasting, it's oh, it, sometimes it be the people that's closest to you that do not support you. I notice people who I've grown up with who don't support me. I know family members who don't support me. And that is absolutely fucking okay. But sometimes, like I said, sometimes I feel like it just takes that one person to believe in you for you to believe in yourself. And sometimes even if you don't have that one fucking person and a great fucking idea and you really solely believe in it, you have to fucking go after it. You'd never want to live out your life feeling like, yo, like, what the fuck did I do? I didn't... What, what the fuck is my purpose? Like I, I literally wasted all of this fucking time and didn't do none of the shit that I, you know, I dreamed of doing. Like literally your dreams can come become reality if you really get the fuck out there and just do it. Honestly, just fucking do it. And it's really hard. And sometimes it is disheartening sometimes to not have people support you and be in your corner and shit like that. But I literally never felt that in, at any time in my life. I felt like people know I had talent for the people who know I rap. You know what I'm saying? I draw a little bit. I do nails. I do other things. I can, I know how to do hair. All of these different things. I just never felt like anybody ever really supported me in the way that I wanted them to support me. And I want to say this also, sometimes people couldn't, like I said, sometimes people can support you, but not in which the way that you want them to. And it still feels like it's not support because you know, you just, they're just not doing it the way you want them to do it, but it's still support still. But I think we need to, I think for the people who are supporting people, I think don't ever take it as a slap in the face. Sometimes it really just takes like asking somebody like, yo, how can I support you? Like, what do you need? You know, like different things like that, just so you don't feel like you're wasting your time or you feel like your effort is being, you know, looked over or whatever the case may be. That's what I'm saying. Communication is key and conversations need to happen. And this is not even about just somebody who you're interested in or dating. I'm talking about people in your life, period. Like, you know, if you have a cousin or a mom or whatever, sometimes you, you got to tell them, or sometimes for the people, for the people who feel like they're being slighted in those moments, they need to say like, yo, I feel like I'm supporting you, but I don't really feel like you taking heed to what it like, how can I do that? You know? And, and though, and once that conversation happens, it'd be easier, it'd be easier to maneuver around how you can support them in the future. But yeah, listen, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm a type of person where my, my mind is going like a million miles a minute and I'll be trying to get out all my thoughts at one time. And I literally talk fast. So excuse me if I ramble or go off track, but I'm gonna always bring it back to y'all. Okay. So anyway, um, <clears throat> and like I said, it literally took him took in a battery in my back or whatever. So I really, for the first time, I really felt like souped up, like, yo, like I, I really could do some shit. And I was so apprehensive, literally down to the minute of dropping my first episode. I was literally so apprehensive about, you know, is are people going to be respect receptive to me? Are they really going to, you know, pick up what the fuck I'm putting down? Am I really entertaining for real? Like, <clears throat> but 
I think that <laughs> I know. And all of these questions are like, I know I am, but do other people know this? And I think sometimes that holds us back when we go, when we want to go out and do the things that we want to do and shit like that. Like people are definitely hold us back. And y'all got to understand, like, I'm not the most like friendly or outgoing person. Like I'm an extrovert introvert. So like, even in my past, like, I felt like I've always had like this certain kind of discernment, just like as a person, as a child, like even when I was younger, before I knew what all of this energy and vibes and all of this shit was from a very young age, I'm talking about like single digits. I always like, I never really played outside like that with other people. And if I did, it was only for like a short period of time. Like people see me, but they didn't see me type shit because even at a young age, I just knew like not to mix myself and be around people who I didn't feel comfortable around. So I just, you know, I just discarded myself from whatever setting and I just didn't go around them. So I literally like, even, you know, as a teenager and a young adult, like I literally do not, I'm never around people who I feel uncomfortable or I'm worried about. And even like growing, like I have tried to have relationships with different people and be in different groups and shit like that, but it just never worked. Like, I'm just not one of those people who operates off of being in a group. Like I don't, it doesn't feel fuel me like I'm very much I'm very much like secure and you know content with being a loner like that's where I feel my most comfortable but if I'm around you if I kick it with you on a consistent basis understand I love you like I love your vibe I love your personality because and I know a lot of people probably thought like you know, she, she's snobby or, you know, she's, she's this and she's that. No, I'm just the person who understands that I just don't mix well with different people. And, you know, people are just shitty. So I just don't bother to be around them. Like, I just don't care to be around them. And I'd rather be by myself in my safe space where I know that I'm cool rather than deal with you and your bullshit and, you know, your weirdness or whatever the fuck you got going on. So I stay away from people. And like I said, like, I've tried to have these relationships with people and sometimes, you know, situations just fizzle the fuck out. Like I'm literally one of those people who will, you know, be chilling with you one day and then the next I'm just not. And then, you know, eight, 10, 12, whatever, how many years go by and you'd be like, damn, we used to like kick it hard one day. And then we just, and sometimes it really be like that. Some situations just be like, sometimes you just fizzle out with people. And then other situations, like you intentionally be like, yo, I can't fuck with you. I don't like your vibe. Bah. And I'm never, I'm never going to announce it. I'm just never going to show up no more. So I know some people probably listening to this like, damn, well, we did have that kind of relationship. So which one is it? Well, I guess you got to figure that out. Um, <laughs> if I fuck with you, if I feel, if I, if I still fuck with you to this day, then you already know what the fuck it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't even no need to question it, to be honest with you. Cause if I still, even if it's at a distance, you know, like, you know, I, de- I, zero engagement with people who I've dealt with in the past who still want to have connections to me like dead ass like I won't answer your text messages your inboxes none of that shit it's just kaput a dub so anyway I never have been this kind of person who has like a whole bunch of you know Facebook followers or whatever or followers period because I just like I said I just I just don't feel the need to. So that was another thing for me, like doing this podcast. It was just like, damn, like, well, I'm not going to have enough engagement and all this down a third because, you know, I want to be a big podcaster. And literally when I get on this fucking shit, I'm winging it with you niggas. Like I'm, it's really very rare that I am like, um, I have like write down talking points and shit like that. I want everything to feel organic. This is organic. This is literally me just talking to y'all. 
how I talk. Like if you were sitting in my motherfucking living room or we was, you know, kicking it or whatever, like this is literally how I talk. Like this is really just off the head. That's why I be all over the place. But anyway, so, um, I was scared about engagement because I didn't have like enough followers. Cause I'm like, damn, like nobody don't give me engagement on fucking Facebook now. Like why the fuck would they want to listen to me talk? And it's just like all of these dumb things that just be running through your head of what if, what if, what if, fuck, what if do what the fuck you're going to do. Honestly, your world is bigger than just your fucking community. It is. And a lot of people don't understand that. You have the entire world. When I was looking at my um when I was looking at my analytics on Anchor, like it's people from Nigeria, Spain, the US, Canada who listen to my shit. Nigga, that is huge for me. Even if it did even if it did say like 1% or 2%, that's somebody in another country who could share my content, who felt like I'm dope as fuck, who could share with their friends and their family and then that community grows. Impact means a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like it means a lot, but it doesn't at the same time. It's like this double-edged sword with me. Like I always, <laughs> I guess it's like the Aries in me. Like I care, but I don't care. Like I'm sensitive, but I'm not at the same time. <laughs> like it just depends on what the what the topic or what the issue is. Like so it really was just, you know, somebody putting a battery in my back and say, like giving me a swift kick in my ass and being like, nigga, you need to go after this shit. Like you need to stop playing and you know, you, if you got some shit to say, cause I always been the kind of person who felt like I love to help people. It's funny just how like, you know, the series of events happen in your life. Um, I had, um, it wasn't until 2016, I had a job at Maximus. It wasn't until 2016 that I felt the purpose of helping people, not necessarily the purpose of, you know, that job and whatever. It wasn't until I always knew that I was a good person and I like talking to people. And, you know, I'm always, I've, I've been, a have always been like a, I always love being a problem solver and whatever job that I've been, I've always been like a competitive person. Like I've done gotten gift cards, you know, um, little parties and shit like that. Just, just for good performance, because I want to outperform. Like I've, I'm telling you, I'm a Aries through and through. Like I always had like a competitive spirit. So it wasn't until I had a job at Maximus that I was just like, damn, like I'm talking to these different people over the phone and they telling me their situations. Mind you, I'm listen, I'm just a representative who's trying to get you some health insurance. I'm not your, you know, um, what is it like your, your counselor or whatever the case may be, or your, uh, not that what the fuck is it called? Um, oh, I'm not your caseworker where you don't have to tell me like all of your business, but some people feel compelled to do that. And some people just do it. They know that, you know, that's not your job, but sometimes they'll literally, I remember I talked to this guy. I don't even think I did his, I don't even think I did his insurance, but he literally called and talked to me for like 20 minutes about his situation. And he was just like, yeah, I know you could, you know, you could possibly, you know, you, you definitely could hang up on me right now, but you're not. And, you know, I appreciate you for that. Some people just need a ear. Some people just need a different perspective. Some people just need a talking to, and that's completely fine. But it wasn't until I got into this job and people were telling me like all of their problems and 
feeling like I really, you know, just by me taking out the time and helping them get the insurance, whether it was, you know, sending them over to account review. So, you know, they could, you know, get backdating for their coverage or, you know, just getting them the insurance and just being like, yo, like you really saved me from, you know, um, you really saved me from getting taxed on tax time, you know, cause you know, it was a mandate that you had to have health coverage or they would, you know, penalize you and shit like that. Like you really saved me and all this. Listen, this is what I'm supposed to do, you know, but just hearing like, you know, you would have people crying on the phone to you about the simplest stuff to you. It seems like the simplest stuff to you, but it's important to them. And that was the first time where I felt like, yo, my purpose is to be a problem solver and to help people. So, you know, fast forward all of these years, that was back in 2016, fast forward all of these, fast forward all of these years later, like, of course I dabbled in music and shit like that. And I always, I never cared about performing. I never cared about doing shows. I literally just wanted to make dope music and put it out into the universe and have people, excuse me, and have people receive me and just enjoy my shit. You know what I'm saying? And share it with their friends and their family. And because I know I'm not like the typical female, uh, and I'm not going to say I'm a female rapper. I'm just a woman who knows how to rap. Okay. <laughs> because I don't get paid to rap. So I can't, I'm not going to call myself a rapper, but, um, but you know, I happen to rap and you know, I know I'm dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I know I had the cadence. I know I got the presence and different shit like that, but I always felt like it wasn't it wasn't well received amongst, you know, majority of the people because I'm not talking like other these women, all of these other women. And I know that I could, I definitely have, you know, freestyles out there where I'm definitely talking my shit, how I talk my shit. But, you know, for whatever reason, people just wasn't receptive of it. And it was just like, it is what it is. Like, it was one of those things that where I let it get to me and I was just like, you know, maybe this ain't for me type shit. Maybe this ain't my lane. And I've had people come to me and tell me like, yo, you don't want to be on a stage. I'll give you a writing deal. But I felt worried about those people too. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to, you know, sign my name on the dotted line to some shit that I'm not ready for and then not be able to perform. As an artist, you need to put yourself in a bag of getting or being in a mood to, you know, put out your best shit. And I always felt like if I'm, if I'm dropping, I want to drop because I feel it. Like, you know, it's a genuine thing for me. I don't want to ever feel like me getting on this microphone, whether it's singing, um, whether it was rapping or whether it's me doing a podcast where it feels like a job. No, like I said, when I figured out what my purpose was, my purpose, I, I figured out my, what my purpose was when I figured out what would I do for free and, you know, what, what is something that I would do for free that I enjoy that I would, you know, do for years and years and years without, you know, anybody having to pay me. I literally do this online all day, every day. <laughs> I literally put out thought provoking shit. I literally put out, you know, funny, funny shit or whatever the case may be, because I like the engagement and it really just took like the transition. It really was just the transition of taking it to, you know, the Facebook streets or the Instagram streets and putting it on, you know, this platform here so that y'all can hear me and feel and feel and still feel my cadence and still, you know, hear me talk my shit, how I talk my shit you know what I'm saying? Outside of just like, you know, writing a status or whatever. So that's really what compelled me to start this podcast. Like it literally was me just saying, you got to do it. You know, yes, my homeboy put the battery in my back, but at the end of the day, you making decisions on your life and how you see fit for it to go are your fucking decisions. 
you have to feel it. You have to be like, it's go time. So like I said, it wasn't until that first episode and when I got the reception that I got that I was just like, I could fucking do this shit. But to be honest with you, even if sometimes I feel like I have like bad episodes where people, you know, I'm not getting as much engagement as I want to, but it never makes me feel like I want to stop doing this shit. I'm still going to do this shit anyway. Because I know I'm touching somebody. I know somebody feels me. I know somebody can relate. So that's why I feel compelled to do the the things that I do. Like I said, looking at those fucking analytics and seeing how many different people fuck with me from different places and shit like that. You can literally touch the fucking world with anything that you do. I don't give a fuck if it's something tangible like clothes, um, singing, rapping, you know what I'm saying? Any fucking podcasting, anything, you can touch the fucking world. And I believe that in my heart of hearts. And I know that, you know, this platform and this and this voice that I have is going to take me to places that people didn't think I could fucking go. Like I said, I'm a competitive person. So not only am I trying to outdo myself, I'm trying to outdo the people who thought that I couldn't fucking do it. Are you dumb? I can do whatever the fuck Katiana want to do. And like I said, I'm just fucking getting started. I'm just getting started. Wait till a motherfucker get organized. Wait till I'm just not in this motherfucking apartment and just talking to y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? I literally do all of this shit on my phone. I ain't got no equipment. But I know how to finesse. I know how to make shit happen. I know how to make shit shake. That's what you, that's, listen, listen, that's what you do when you hungry, you make shit happen. You don't make fucking excuses for yourself. And when I, when you really finally believe in yourself and you really feel compelled to do the shit that you always wanted to motherfucking do, you will do it, but do not wait forever. Cause time waits for no fucking man. I'm not ever going to sit and feel like I'm living my life with regrets. I am in a and honestly, it's it's honestly due to my lifestyle change. Getting rid of drinking. I don't be smoking them nasty ass fucking black and miles no more. I don't. So I haven't smoked weed in 10 motherfucking years. My diet is cleaner. The people that I have around me and the people that I associate myself with are, or if they, even if they ain't happy, like they're positive people. They give me positive energy. You know what I'm saying? They're positive for the most part, I would say. They're optimistic about the things that they want to do when they trying to make shit move and shake. So even having those people around you will inspire you to do dope shit. Like I said, I could not have dealt with the people that I've dealt with in my past. And I'm not even just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about friendships, associates, whatever the fuck. I could not have made it to this point. And doing what the fuck I'm doing now, had I would have had those people. The reason why those people aren't here no more is because I, in order for me to pass that threshold of jumping over that hurdle and moving into a different lane and, you know, coming familiar with some new shit and some different shit, I had to get rid of those people. Like I said, I had the discernment at a young age of knowing what the fuck energy and all of this shit was before it was the thing. Like, I literally had an ex tell me, like, you know, I just want all of your energy. Like, this is like years, like I said, this is years ago. It had to be at least five, six years ago where I had somebody tell me they wanted to talk. Like, it's really people out here that's leeches and bloodsuckers who want to feed off of your good energy and suck it from you so that they can thrive. Because that's the only way that they feel whole and feel full. What? There were certain stages in my life that I had to go through in order to get here. 
And I'm not saying I'm a perfect person. I'm pretty sure I fucked up or made somebody feel like a certain kind of... But that's the, that's the other thing, too. Like, people need to start saying when they feel uncomfortable or feel like you did some foul shit or whatever. People need to talk about that. Especially if you feel like this is coming from a... Well, if you know somebody moving wacky and moving foul, just get rid of them. There, there's no discussion that needs to be had, to be honest with you. But if you felt like you, you know, you fuck with somebody and they did some shit that you don't like, don't just cut them off just to be cutting them off. Sometimes people make mistakes and sometimes people move in a certain kind of way because they feel like you moving in a certain kind of way but if you feel like in your heart of hearts this is somebody who you want to have in your life or whatever the case may be you need to make amends with that and be like yo what's up what's going on I moved past the point um like I said I try to have relationships you know with people in the past um and like I said this is not romantic I'm just talking about relationships period I try to have relationships with people in the past so I could connect with them and bond with them and it just didn't work out I moved past the the phase of you know um dealing with um frenemies and people who I just wanted to stunt in front of because I knew that they didn't like me I moved past the phase of dealing with you know different men in my life who didn't mean me any good but I was just they was just around because I tolerated them that was not love whatever I felt for these men in the past was not love I was intolerant because something was familiar because something felt safe and comfortable. I need people in my life who make me get uncomfortable when I get content with certain shit. When I feel like, you know, I'm at the point where this is all the best that I can do. And they tell me, no, you got to go harder than that. You got to push through that. You're not even in your final form. Those is the people I need in my life. And that's what I'm saying. Those people that I had in my, I could never get to this point if I didn't let those fucking people go. Whole time you thinking that you need to have certain people around you to do certain shit. No, the fuck you don't. Not only are these people put in your life to bring the best out of you and, 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 and form structure and different things like that, but they're, they're there for a lesson. It's a learning experience. So when somebody telling you you're not at your best or you could do better, sometimes it really is coming from a genuine place because they feel like you could do so much fucking better. And those people, those are the people that you need to keep around. These people who are content with you, you know, just doing whatever. Those are the people you need to be wary about. The people who feel like, you know what? You good making that, you know, that little, you know, that little 40, 50,000 a year. Like, you know, you got a good job with benefits. It's safe. Stay there. And like I said, it's nothing wrong with the nine to five job, but we need to get out of the fucking mentality that, that that's all we can fucking do. We are so much greater than our fucking circumstances. And honestly, I'm literally envisioning my life right now. And I know that in, in two years, a year, like... I'm going to be on some beach somewhere. I'm going to be in, 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 in places, in rooms with, and having different conversations that I knew that I could be in. I'm just in this small apartment talking to y'all right now. With YouTube in the motherfucking background and me just talking my shit. But through me talking my shit, I'm manifesting my future because I can see through to that. You need people who are going to see through to you. Not past you, but see through to you, speak through to you and tell you, you know, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Don't let people limit your dreams. 
So like I said, sometimes even if you don't, if even if you can't get a swift kick in the ass of somebody else, you can definitely get a swift. You sometimes you need to give yourself a swift, swift kick in the ass. I know that I'm better than my circumstances. I'm going to look back a year from now and be like, yo, I thought I was doing good. I got a comfortable job where I could work from home. I could literally pick up and get a plane ticket right now, travel to wherever the fuck I want to. But I'm thinking smart. I'm thinking about my savings. I'm thinking about investments. I'm thinking about things that are going to put me in a position that I want to be in in the future where I don't have to worry about Nathan, where me and mine's is good. So that's why I wanted to get on here real quick and talk to y'all about, you know, me coming into my purpose and me finally feeling like, you know, what, what started me to, you know, start this podcast. And like I said, it should have, it should have been in the first episode. And I really should have brought this, this to y'all in the first episode, but this is honestly a, uh, uh, um, a bonus episode before, you know, episode 10. And that's going to be a dope episode too, but like I said, I just wanted to put out this bonus because I can, I felt compelled to, you know, tell you like, fill your fucking cup up, stop living life, you know, just going through the motions half full. Like, no, it's so much other dope shit. Niggas need to get out here and do, do it. Stop fucking waiting on people to tell you you dope as fuck. Stop telling the people to, you know, tell you you fine as fuck. Stop waiting on people to tell you any fucking thing. These other people do not make the world go round. A lot of people might think I'm vain. A lot of people might think I'm cocky. A lot of people might think, you know, this is, this is, this is just Hattie's world and y'all niggas just living in it. But literally, that's how everybody should think. <laughs> like, you know. But those people, those people in my world are not less significant. They are very significant. Some people, some of the people around me are sometimes what makes Hatiana Hatiana. Like, you know, like I said, you get in these certain, you get in, you get around certain people and they could, they could form your mentality on different shit or, you know, just point you in the right direction to you going and, and you can't do it by yourself. You think that you can do it by yourself. Sometimes you know, especially if you have a, com- a consumer based business, you, well, everything I feel like is a consumer based business. In order for you to thrive and for you to see those numbers and for you to get that revenue and for you to, you know, one day live a lifestyle where you feel like, yo, I could quit corporate the fuck America and say, fuck these niggas and really live how I want to live. That's the goal. The goal is by the time I'm 35, hopefully not by, I'm giving myself to 40, but you know, by the time I'm 35, I will be able to quit the corporate world and be self-sufficient on my own and bring in enough revenue that'll support me and mine and for generations to come. And honestly, I know that I have to dip my toes in different things for me to get there. It won't just be this podcast. It won't just be my merch. It won't just be other things that I'm thinking about doing. Listen, they say what, um, if, if, if in, in order for you to become, you know, the 1%, you need to have at least what, uh, five, five to seven different, um, streams of, um, income. I'm setting myself up for that. 
But honestly, it takes me getting off my ass and me believing that I can do my shit before anybody else can. Even if it's just a thought in your head right now. If it's a thought in your fucking head right now and you can't seem to shake that shit, do it. Stop waiting on somebody to tell you how fucking dope you are. But in case you need that swift kick in the ass, I'm here to tell you today, do that shit. You are dope. You are fucking amazing. You are resilient. You have overcome adversity. You have went through the hardest shit and overcame all of that. So what the fuck is stopping you now? You. And with that being said, I'm going to conclude this motherfucking episode, this bonus episode for y'all. And, you know, y'all already know I love and appreciate y'all so motherfucking much. Tune in for episode 10 this motherfucking week, dropping Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Hatiana from the Hard Pill Podcast. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hard Pill Podcast. And again, I am your host, Hatiana, and I love that you allowed me some of your time today. Follow and turn on all of your post notifications for all updates. You can reach me at the Hard Pill Podcast on Instagram, and you can also follow my personal page, which is Scared Money Don't Make Money. That's S C A R E D M O N E Y. D-O-N-T-M-N-E-Y. You can also DM me with all your questions and any topics that you guys would like to discuss. And if you would like to donate to the pod, you can cash at me personally at H-E-N-N-Y-F-I-N-E-S-S-E-E. That's H-E-N-N-Y-F-I-N-E-S-S-E. Love you guys. Bye.